Hey there, this is Lily Anderson on the campus of Huntington University. You're listening to Rooted, an in-depth conversation with interesting people and topics that matter to the Forrester family. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. You can find us by searching Forrester Radio Rooted. Today I'm joined by Craig Campbell. Thanks for joining me. Who are you? I'm Craig Campbell. I'm the director of esports here at Huntington University as of this year. It's been a very long time so far. Lovely. So, are you an alumni? Yeah, so I did go here, was it 2013, I want to say, is when I was a freshman. Um, I was a broadcast and fusion media major, which was just like, you know, the broadcast uh, major at the time. And yeah, I attended here, and I actually started or co-started the original esports club here when I was a junior. Wow. Okay, I did not know esports was that old, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I think it's it's technically a different different program than what is now established. But I know uh, once it was Kenneth Clausen and I I created it. Um, and it was really went over really well. It was just a club. We had a lot of a lot of students. Um, it was a lot of fun, and then I believe Garrett Winus took over when we left, um, and then obviously with like COVID happening and all that stuff, it kind of fell to the wayside, and that's when um, the new club sort of took over once we got back on the campus. Okay, so you've been a part of esports since you've been here, but was esports a thing that brought you back to the school then after you graduated? Yeah. Um, Yes and no. Yes. So I actually, once I moved to Huntington, I'm originally from Michigan, Spring Arbor. Uh, once I moved to Huntington to go here for undergrad, um, I met my wife, Amanda Morris Campbell, um, who's the Sojourner leader here now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually went into the grad program here for uh, therapy. And once she graduated, we, we never left. She kept working at HU. Um, and so I was always around. I was doing some like freelance work, um, working with a buddy who graduated from here as well um, for like videography work. But I always had esports on the brain. You know, I'm a, I'm a gamer at heart. And I love the stuff. So I, I just I kept an ear out, kept an eye out. And then once the program retook off here, um, and the students did so well at the NACC and Overwatch, um, they were looking for a director. And they actually reached out to Kenneth Clausen, who was, like I said, the co-founder of the original club when we were students. Mm-hmm. And Kenneth said, um, he reached out to me, because we're still good buddies, and he said, hey, like, you are the guy who knows the most about esports, still in Huntington. It'd be crazy for you not to apply for this. So I did, a couple months went by, and here I am now. So. Wow, it's amazing. So, I don't know if you've gone over this, but you said you were part of that startup of esports? So was it you and a couple friends that said, hey, let's do this, or were you? Yeah, no, sure. So it originally was, there was a group my like sophomore year, actually, not even my freshman year. Anyways, a group of us just were crazily addicted to League of Legends. Like, you know, that's any free time, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe even sometimes when we didn't have free time, that's what we were doing. We wanted to compete and like represent Huntington. And so we actually went to Fort Land, which was uh, in Fort Wayne. There was a big tournament in person. It was like 200 plus people. Um, we competed with a bunch of students, and we actually got first place. We won, 
from there, we're like, okay, we have a win under our belts. We have put our name out there that, oh, Huntington does esports to a degree, but we weren't official. So mm. then Kenneth had the idea of, let's co-found this club, let's do it. And I was like, all right, you do the paperwork, and then I, you can put my name on it, it's fine. Uh, which, of course, he did. It, we got through the, uh, to the school board, we did some presentations, and they accepted us. And we had, wow. at our peak, because we were doing Smash Bros and uh, League of Legends at the time, I think at our peak we had like 38 students in the club. Okay. Yeah, so it, it was big. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. Interesting that, that you say it was so big at the time, because as a director now, I'm sure you know esports is not quite that big, at least that many students. Yeah, so I think a big part of it was at the time when we started the club, it was definitely the peak of League of Legends interest. Mm. So literally every floor had at least a student playing League. Wow. So we had a lot of people who would be like, before the club, we'd be doing Wright versus Miller, you know, Baker versus whatever. Um, so we were already kind of cultivating a, a group interest there. And once we started the club, they're like, oh, great, let's join. We didn't have, like right now we have a JV and Varsity Overwatch team Correct. in the current iteration. We didn't have that. We only had, truthfully, we only had a Varsity uh, League Legends team. And then we had a few people that sort of competed in Smash, but not not quite the level that we do it here. Like they weren't in the league or anything. They just went to locals under the HU banner. Mm. We did have more students, but we probably participated in less competition. Um, some of the things that we did, we did a lot of like viewing parties. So if it was like playoffs or worlds for League of Legends, we would go to like Becker and we would rent out the movie theater in there and we watch worlds. We would get some pizza. Or like sometimes, you know, it's in Korea, so we wake up at like six in the morning and go into one of the classrooms and get wa or not waffles. <laughs> we'd get like donuts and we'd watch it in the morning. So those were a lot of fun. Those are some of the, the best things we did back then, which I'm hoping to establish going forward with our new club. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So you've mentioned it already, but just to be clear, what games do we play right now? Yeah. So we participate in Overwatch 2. We have a Varsity and a JV, so we have two teams. And then we also participate in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. We do crew battles, which is teams of 4v4, and we also do singles. Um, we have, I think this semester, I want to say four right now singles players for Smash. Our Smash team has grown significantly since the start of the year. We've doubled in size, which is great. We also, this semester, brought on a JV team for Overwatch as well. Even though when I came in, I was a little surprised at how small the interest in the club was, it even doesn't feel like that quite yet. Uh, we have almost doubled in size already mm. with our students, which is a great sign. And I think more students on campus are finally realizing, oh, we have an esports team. <laughs> we have a program here. And it's not just five students are playing Overwatch and that's it. Yes. Yeah. As the director, what are some games you th would like us to be playing in the future, or do you see us just sticking with R2 now? That's a good question. One of the biggest things we have to go through before we propose a new game is we have to check in and make sure it aligns with HU's uh, philosophies and beliefs. So obviously, things like 
Counter-Strike, for example, we're probably never going to play that here. Uh, yeah. Not, doesn't quite align with us. However, games that we're looking forward to, big one is probably Valorant, Riot's shooter. Mm -hmm. That one is probably, it's basically been okay already. We haven't actually officially gone through, but we've had talks with like Rust Agates and such that it's, if we want to, and there's enough interest, which it looks like there is quite a bit of interest, we'll probably go into Valorant at some point. Also, we had Rocket League prior before I was uh, director here. This, wow. this year we didn't have as many students interested because some of them graduated or left. But I know for a fact we have one prospect student who was at HE Opportunities this past week. He came up to us and asked if we had a Rocket League for bringing it back. And we told him, yeah, I mean, it, it only takes three students to have a team. And he's like, oh, for sure. He's like, yeah, I just hit GC, which is the highest rank in <laughs> Rocket League. So it's like, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, we'll bring it back 100%. I mean, if you're coming with that rank, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think those would be the big two um, mm. for competing. I I'll always have a little soft spot for a league. Yeah, If we ever get sure. students <laughs> interested in League of Legends again, I would 100% be on board. However, that might be a bit of a boomer take. I know League's kind <laughs> of an old man's game at this point, so uh, it is what it is. But yeah, Valorant and Rocket League are probably the two on the horizon. All right. You've mentioned this already, but I need to ask. Would you call yourself a gamer? Ooh, absolutely I call myself a gamer. Yeah, I've been gaming since I could pick up a controller. My parents have videos of me playing Sonic the Hedgehog in my first game when I was like two years old. And like actually beating a level. I was like, oh yeah, I'm just built different. So I'm not gonna lie, I'm younger than you. Did you start with like Game Boy? Or are we talking older than that? Close. Interesting to hear some of the history. Yeah, no, no. So my first official game was Sonic the Hedgehog, the original, on the Sega Genesis. Oh my. Which makes me feel so old this <laughs> moment. I'm finally hitting that curve. I'm 20, I'll be 29 when this airs. I'm starting to hit the old man territory. But uh, yeah, uh, I remember getting my first Game Boy Color when I was five. I bought, I saved up my own money, bought red and blue version for the Pokemon. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. One, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, gaming has always been a huge aspect of my life. I uh, I was lucky to stumble onto the esports scene when it was like very very new, probably two thousand and like eight, two thousand nine maybe. I went to my freshman year of high school. We went to an MLG event in Columbus, uh, in Ohio, uh, for like Halo, and they also mm. had season one league there and stuff. When I went to that event and saw all the, all the people, you know, competing, watching, rooting for their teams and just having a good time, I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is what I want to do with my life. Something involving with this. Uh, it took a couple of years to get there, but uh, here we are now. So yeah, I'm definitely, definitely a gamer. All right. <laughs> so what's the best thing you think, as the director, that esports has done for its players, its community? I'd say so far, the most important thing that the esports program has done for its students and its players would be probably giving students a safe place to have a sense of not only belonging but community um, and just mm -hmm. being able to be with other players that have similar interests and just get to take their online personas and their online experiences that they have because a lot you know a lot of games are online these days and it's kind of Yes. Like I, I, most of my friends that I still am in contact with, 
they're all spread out across the country now mm -hmm. after we graduated. Online is where we do most of our hanging. But being able to have a certain space and being able to do that in person and kind of coming out of your shell a little bit. Not to say that every gamer is an introvert. That is definitely not true. Right, yes. <laughs> uh, we have quite a few gamers who are not introverts. But just having an area like that is probably, I would say, uh, the best part of the program so far. All right, it's really good. What things do you hope to see for the future of esports or for its students in terms of maybe scholarships, promos, sponsors? Yeah, uh, all of those, to be honest. But mm -hmm. I'd say in order of importance, I think the first thing we want to do is really spread campus awareness. Mm. Uh, we want the club, sure, we're competing. We're, we compete in the NECC, which is like the biggest collegiate esports uh, league that for our players, you know, it's number one. Like, they want to win. You want, you want to compete. And we're totally behind that. But we also want the campus to know, hey, not only do you guys have an esports program on campus, come, come hang out. Come check it out. You don't have to compete. You don't have to be mm -hmm. on a team. Yes. You can be a part of the program by just like rooting for the teams. You can come watch the games. You can come play different games. Like just because we only compete in Overwatch and uh, Smash Bros doesn't mean we can, can't have a Minecraft night, you know, can't mm -hmm. play Fortnite. Yeah. All these things, play FIFA, whatever. So that's something we really want to establish going forward. That's kind of my goal after spring break is we're going to start hopefully having like bi-weekly-ish events where students on campus can come and just do a variety of things and just hang out. I think it's just a really neat area we have right now in Miller Basement, which is where our esports room is located. And I think just having students check it out, see, have a good time, I think that's the main thing. On topic of sponsorships and also scholarships, definitely something that the students want and we mm -hmm. want as well. Yeah. Obviously, we're in talks, I can't say too much right now, we are in talks with some local businesses for uh, sponsorships, which I think hopefully by the end of the year or next start of next year, we'll have locked down. It's really exciting. There's a lot of cool stuff there. And then sponsorships, or sorry, scholarships rather, is definitely something that we have our eyes on. Um, we're still a club right now. We're not a part of the you know sports program or anything like Correct. that. Yeah. So um, we are working with a bit of a limited budget. That's kind of where the sponsorships come in. Once, because once we can afford to. Of course, we'd love to give scholarships to students because that bring in more students, to be honest, because you can sort of, that's when we can start doing recruiting and mm -hmm. bringing students in and saying, hey, I'll make some money and play some games, come date you. Yeah. Who could someone ask a student to be more involved with esports? Who would you recommend they go up to? Because mm. a lot of people I know who've talked to me about it just don't know who to talk to. Sure. That's a good question. And that's something that we need to do a little better on. So. Hopefully, if you're checking the, um, the coffee break, I was thinking Forrester mm. Feet. That's yeah, right. coffee break. So if you're checking the coffee break every week, we're doing, we're trying to at least. Uh, I'll be honest, uh, there have been a week or two where I, I've slipped up and forgotten, and that's on me. But going forward, uh, check the coffee break. We'll have rundowns of both what happened last week in matches and also what's going on next week. And there you can, there'll be an email for our esports. I believe it's esports at huntington.edu is our email. Um, you can email there any information you want to give to us or just asking questions, reaching out. Uh, also, our captains, uh, your brother. Yes. Alex. Alex Anderson. Alex Anderson <laughs> is um, a great, I mean, if you don't know Alex Anderson, just wave at him and you'll know him instantly. <laughs> that guy exudes charisma. But uh, him, 
as well as uh, Zachary mm -hmm. Lyle. Yeah. He's our Overwatch captain and also semi-coach for the uh, JV team. Uh, both those guys are excellent. They're always excited to talk to students interested in the club. So I would reach out to them. Or just honestly, come stop by the eSports room. Mm -hmm. uh, we're in Miller Basement. Uh, usually there's somebody in there. I try to be there from 9 to 4, 9 to 5, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So you can just come in, knock on the door, and somebody will hopefully be there. And we'll watch in and we can have a little, little chat. I want you to check out the room and yeah, that would be my, my suggestions. Or once they're announced, uh, come out to these events we have on campus. Like I said, hopefully they'll be coming up rather soon after spring break. But yeah, I think that'd be a, a great way to just if you're interested, you don't, it's no, there's no commitment at this point, you know. If you just want to come check it out, feel free. One last thing, I want possibly to brief the students on what commitment to this program would look like. Okay, um, yeah. Like what do our players, what do they sign up for? What do they do mm -hmm. every week? So there, I'll give the two caveats here. Well, first we'll go over like a player on a team. So if you want to play on a team, uh, I'll give you a quick rundown of uh, what players are expected of, uh, what's expected of them. Varsity Overwatch is probably the most um, committed in terms of their practice regime. So they do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, I think it's seven to nine is when they practice. Usually Thursdays is when they compete. Um, and those matches can be anywhere from uh, starting at seven o'clock to starting at 10 o'clock is the latest matches start. Uh, sometimes because of the reality of the NECC league we're in. Uh, there's a lot of like rescheduling that maybe happened to be done. We try to keep that within the confines of like Thursday nights. Overwatch is three practices and then a game every week. For JV, we only do one practice week right now and then one match. I think it's Tuesday and Thursday for that as well. A little less commitment, but more students are encouraged, you know, play solo queue, play games off on their own time if they want. It's not required or anything. There aren't, there aren't a ton of hard requirements right now because we don't have scholarships, you know, it's still a mm -hmm. club. But as much as you want to put in is kind of what you'll get out of it. Yeah. And then Smash Bros, they practice twice a week and also they compete on a numerous nights because it's, it's, all, it's all different between crews and singles. But yeah, it's so a couple nights a week practice with the team and then every, every week you have one match. Yeah. If anyone's interested in eSports, just reach out, mm -hmm. Miller Basement. Miller that's, basement. Where the, that's where the fun's at. Thank you, Craig, for joining me on this episode of Rooted. And thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And remember, you can listen to Forrester Radio over the air in Huntington on 105.5 WQHU or stream us anytime, anywhere on ForresterRadio.com. Stay Rooted.